0: Hey, hey, everybody, Kevin here with Pursuing Pixels, and welcome back to another edition of Save It for the Cast, and as always, we'll get to the uh, chit-chat uh, between, uh, this time, just Randall and I, I know I've been kind of teasing this for uh, a few weeks now, kind of like, oh, we had it. Randall and I just went kind of off the rails, like, chatting for two hours uh, when we did that uh, episode, uh, probably about a month, month and a half ago, even now, when we recorded the episode back in, uh, yeah, like, mid-April, towards the end of April, Uh, But yeah, we recorded that episode and kind of went off the rails, like literally the start of the conversation once the music fades out here is like the exact moment that Randall turned his microphone on. Uh, And there's probably even more that I might end up pulling from this, like Randall and I just got really got went off the rails just not off the rails kind of stayed on the rails talking about a bunch of video game stuff although we do talk about some like ufo action and uh, i've been watching all these like ufo documentaries and stuff about ancient civilizations well we'll get into it on the save it for the cast portion of the episode but uh i did want to start off uh by just saying like i know i've been also talking about the pursuing pixels james jam game gam quite a bit on these save it for the cast episodes and it finally came to a close i shouldn't say finally because it was an absolute blast it was basically two weeks of non-stop indie game action. Uh, it couldn't have gone more perfectly, to be honest. I mean, there are little hiccups along the way, of course, as anything goes. But, uh, yeah, we ended up having almost 200 people, or I think a little bit over 200 people actually, like, sign up for the Game Jam. And then we ended up getting just under 50 submissions for the Game Jam. And, yeah, the games were just awesome. I ended up streaming almost all of them I think I got to about 40 of them on the stream and then I ended up having to go home or not having to go home but I went back home to Michigan again I know I mentioned that I did that for my brother's uh, baby shower and then they had the baby so I went uh, home to meet the baby um and yeah I had a good time uh visiting with some family and just kind of a super low-key trip went kayaking with my mom around a, a small little lake it was a it was a good getaway from uh from Chicago for sure but uh yeah, I haven't really had a ton of time to do much gaming other than the Game Jam stuff like I got back. I'm really excited that uh, quite a few of the games from the Game Jam, and we'll be talking about some of these uh, games for a while, I'm sure, because John and I are going to dig into a few of them on upcoming episodes of the podcast, and I'm sure I'll be chipping away at a few of these, but uh, it's nice to see that some of these, uh, just to mention a few off off the cuff, are getting some post-jam updates. One of our favorites was uh, Jetbox, which to me almost reminds me of, like, picking up jacks in a way like you're uh you're like picking you're basically controlling this uh box this jet box on a single screen where like every time you collect all the individual it's like a 2d side on view and you're basically have like a little jet booster that you're basically like if you don't press anything you're just like falling down and then you just use like the arrow keys or waz to move i guess it's only WASD in this case i think and for the game but i rigged it up for controller support per usual with uh my trusty uh, anti-micro software. And yeah, I was able to get a pretty high score. I had the world record for a short second before the developer uh, Sapazu's friend uh, topped me immediately. But yeah, it looks like Sapazu is adding like a ton of new like scoring mechanics, like really going to work on like adding a leaderboard, like a legitimate online leaderboard to the game. So really excited to see a post jam update from that one. It really seemed like I was kind of surprised that uh jet didn't come in a little bit closer to the top because I had like the overall, like the main, uh, category for scoring or there's a bunch of like visuals and, uh, music and all that stuff. But the main category was just fun factor. You know, there was gameplay and creativity on the theme and whatever, but just fun factor. It seemed like everybody was constantly sharing their, Jetbox scores like oh I got this I got that oh what's your strategy for this and they people still are talking about that game so yeah I'm really excited for a post jam update from that one also it looks like we're gonna get a post jam update from City Limits uh, the developer of the game Cavity Busters developed this one and it's kind of like the best way to describe it to me it almost reminds me like color palette wise it kind of has like a little bit of a townscaper feel although it's more of like a pixel art vibe but it's kind of like a little miniature puzzle like city builder game But more an emphasis on the puzzle, but almost plays a little bit like Minesweeper. Like there's like these like corrupted tiles that will start spawning and like growing more corrupted over time and seeping over to other areas. But you can like create combos like if you create like two certain buildings of a certain in a vertical line, then they'll spawn another building off uh, of off of that. Or there's just a bunch of different combos you can do that'll show you on the right-hand side of the screen. So it's like a really kind of chill, really chill as far as the gameplay goes. There's like no pressure on, uh, it's more of like a turn-based style. Um, You can kind of take your time to make your moves and make your decisions and whatever, but... Yeah, it's just a really fun game. And I like it was a little bit confusing in terms of like how how is this point system working? So I'm not a hundred percent sure what uh the developers uh adding to that for the post-jam version. But I think they were even talking about like potentially like releasing it on Steam as like a full commercial game. So I'm like I'm really excited to see because it already had a really polished, like menu system and title screen and everything, even though it's like a little bit... I kind of like games like that where you have to kind of figure out how the scoring system works, so even if there isn't like a tutorial added into the game where it teaches you how the like mechanics work it it, it, it that was kind of almost the that was that was almost half the fun of the game was learning like wh- how does this work how is this working here so i i, I don't know it, it could go either way but either either way i'm really excited to see a post jam uh, update for that and then one more uh just a quick one like it's basically this one uh wizard hop uh from the developer no noh uh was another really fun one it was a pico 8 game kind of like a vertical platforming shmup you're like running around and just kind of like hopping and wall jumping wizard hopping. And wall jumping and trying to get to the top and then you're you're basically just constantly shooting and picking up power ups that are like just making your almost like a bullet hell platformer but like it had a little bit of like an auto runner kind of vibe although the screen doesn't scroll out entirely on its own it kind of moves with you as you jump but Your jump gets more and more powerful over time. But yeah, I know that that was one that like they didn't have time during the jam version to have music in the game. So, well, it did have like a cool quality to like the sound effects almost get musical over time. Um, I'm really excited because that game had a ton of style and was really fun to play. Had a really it was a little awkward for me to get used to at first because you have to use up to jump. And on a game pad, it just feels a little bit weird, especially for how the uh, wall jumping works. But really, really fun game. And I'm really just so, so Beyond, like, honored and humbled by the turnout and the quality of games and the the just community like everyone was so supportive of one another it, it just couldn't the game jam like i said uh, at the top like really could not have gone any better and it was such a great way to celebrate our three-year anniversary and i really really can't wait to do the next one and i i almost am tempted like i'm definitely for sure we're doing one next year for the four-year anniversary but i'm almost tempted to make it a biannual event because everybody seemed to have such a good time everyone's like when's the next jam when's the next jam so the it really kind of like uh yeah it just was really fun to be hanging out in the Discord. Throughout the the process of the game jam, just an absolute blast, um, and yeah, I, I I could I could just go on and gush about a bunch of other games, but like I said, they'll be coming up in uh in future episodes, and there'll be there'll be a bunch of stuff to talk about because John and I uh, had an Apex Legends session with our buddy Mikey up until my controllers started disconnecting constantly from my uh, Xbox for whatever reason. All of a sudden, my Xbox One just started giving me like nonstop issues and troubles like when I try to boot up a game pass game it'll tell me my subscription's not activated but I think I got it all fixed I don't know what I did I just kind of like unplugged it for half a day and replugged it back in and seems to be working now like i re sunk up the controller or whatever and uh yeah hoping cuz i was really actually having some fun with apex legends so i'm kind of excited to uh, chat about that with john and see if we were on the same wavelength cuz i know we've tried playing like destiny and some other stuff uh some other stuff some other stuff with uh, our buddy mikey before and i'm always kind of or even like diablo and i'm always just kind of like ah this is kind of boring but for whatever reason apex was speaking my language and then yeah once i did get the uh, controller working finally with the xbox again I played a little bit of floppy nights, which is a really cool deck building, uh, tactics strategy game. I I've only made it to about the end of the first chapter. I haven't even finished the end of the first chapter or first like zone world or whatever you want to call it. Uh, but I'm really enjoying it so far. Uh, and it works really, really well with a game pad. I was a little bit nervous. Like whenever I see like a grid based game and a lot of the clips I've seen, you can just clearly see there's like a cursor on the screen, like grabbing cards and dragging them around on the screen. Cause you're kind of like using your cards, even for movement, you have to to like pick a card that enables you to move and then play that card on one of your characters or one of your teammates or whatever and uh, have them move around or have them attack uh And yeah, there's just a lot of interplay between the deck building and the cards and whatnot and the actual like strategy layer. I I don't know why I wasn't expecting as much of that, being that I knew there were those two elements in the game, cards and strategy, but it's really woven together so far. I mean, well, I'll have to see how it goes as I get further along, but I have a feeling I'm going to be kind of chipping away at that one just slowly but surely again, now that I have the Xbox working, fingers crossed for now uh, without my controller disconnecting every two minutes and getting signed out and yeah, it's just it was like a nightmare for a while. I even thought about canceling my Game Pass subscription and I know I've kinda of been a, a pretty big fanboy of the uh Game Pass subscription because it really does let me just like dive into like a quick like a game like Floppy Nights. It had been in early access for quite a while. And like I said, a lot of our pals were like, oh that game's awesome. And as soon as I saw it was going to be available on Game Pass day one when it came out of early access, it was like, oh no brainer. I've been <laughs> wanting to check this out and might as well. Now's the time. So yeah, that's that's really my main attraction to Game Pass is just being able to jump in and and try something that I'm not hundred percent sure if it's up my alley or yeah. Or whatever, you know, but yeah, I think I've, uh, I've done enough rambling at this point, And, uh, yeah, I think I could wrap things up there for the, uh, intro a little bit and kick things over to, uh, Randall and I, where we're chatting about all sorts of stuff, whether it's Kirby, like I was talking about, get up kids, uh, pyramids, Easter Island, we're all over the place, but there plenty of gaming talk, uh, coming up and we'll, uh, get to that in just a sec, but, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, catch you next week. And until then, uh, take care. No, i'm at no rush on my end i didn't think we we're gonna <laughs> literally just, just dive right uh, into- i didn't i didn't plan to either but i'm like
1: oh this thing and then yeah that, it's you know. been a while been a while yeah so yeah like this this guy that made witch and Wiz uh also developed from below which is like a spin on tetris still an nes actual nes rom but a homebrew um, like a new
0: yeah modern game or whatever
1: Yeah, which is – it's nice anyway because, like, the original version of Tetris on NES uh, didn't have, like, two-player mode or, like, any real frills, like – you could easily argue that the Game Boy version of Tetris was better than the, the original NES version of Tetris.
0: Yeah, I think uh, you could for sure argue that. <laughs> I mean, just the fact that you can take it on the go alone, yes, kind of puts it over the top. And then yeah, when you can link up and play versus mode and all that stuff. And yes, yeah, did it even have? Did it have two players on the
1: not original NES I, version? No, I don't think in the first. I don't think so either. No, yeah. like Tetris Two did. But then, like Tetris 2 had
0: kind of, if I
1: remember correctly, had like a little bit of a different aesthetic. Than,
0: yeah, and it even had like different like puzzle mechanics. I remember yeah. it being kind of weird. Like it didn't, it wasn't just like, oh, you know how to play this. No, and it was it like, oh, I got to learn a new thing.
1: No, it wasn't exactly what the people wanted, I don't think. So yeah. then, but this From Below game uh, is basically like t- the Tetris people want, plus there's an octopus that randomly pushes on like the columns of pieces that have already been like that have already hit the floor essentially and he's like pushing them upwards as if they were like individual columns so okay. like he's he's putting like vertical pressure upwards randomly at, on different blocks and you have to like find ways
0: to still clear like tetris lines while but that's it can, happening like- it could like potentially change your plans if yes. like all of a sudden you're like, oh, I've got a perfect shape for this, and then they shove. you it's pushing it upwards. You said like yes. kind of like planet puzzle league. I'm kind of picturing. Yes, that but kind not
1: of? not the entire row at the same time. Like one like like individual vertical spikes are okay. being pushed up.
0: Okay, so like a little more jagged. Yeah, or it might end up a little more jagged. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That, that sounds cool, man.
1: So I actually like I because I started following him on itch.io from the demo, and I think it was part of a game jam too. Maybe I found it that way too. Yeah. Um Then he was like, "Hey, releasing these final like hundred NES cartridge copies." I'm like, "Yeah." So I nabbed that. So I got a complete and box of that game, and then I had pre-ordered Witch and Wiz. So yeah, I'm very much into this this dude's work.
0: Dude, that homebrew collection you have is got to be getting pretty big these days. Yeah, it is.
1: It's like, it's the only way that I like retro collect at this point, basically.
0: Again, it's got to, like, you know, I, I've made like a ton of different weird hard cuts during this, like, unemployment period, but yeah. like, um, it is nice to just like have these like random like okay these are what I, like even right like lately during unemployment I've basically been like unless a game is on sale for less than five five bucks or less like unless it's Kirby or unless yeah. it's you know like one of the big ones that yeah. I just you know I know how I'm gonna be and I'm just gonna you know have that FOMO situation but like right and it's otherwise, something you
1: know you'd like more than likely. You know. Yeah. And
0: I'm, I'm going to get the full value out of it. Yes. And because I'm not buying up like every game that I want at the moment, it's like, oh, I'm actually I am going to sit down and actually play this game instead of playing it for like I did with Metroid Dread, even <laughs> even though, well, I'm not buying everything. I'm like, ah, I played like two hours and then up. I haven't played it since. And I still <laughs> I, li- I like really liked my time with it. I really <laughs> I want to play more, but I just haven't picked it up since.
1: Like John said, that that's I, that's not a Kevin game per se. So it's understandable, too.
0: Yeah, but it's yeah, I'm I'm into it, but I just like I wasn't in the right frame of mind or whatever. And then every time I keep like, well, now actually finally with Kirby, I finally took it out of my system. So it hasn't it's not sitting in there anymore. Yes. Yes. I'm excited. I'm bummed. I'm not bummed that we have to table Kirby because I know you haven't finished it. So I'm actually kind of pumped to have a little more like there's a few more things I want to do and I'm pumped to just like dig into that whenever we do.
1: I guess like yeah same. I was like I had actually played I'd snuck some more time in with it too to be like okay I'm like and then I got to a point I guess it's not spoilers to tell you since you saw credits but like yeah I'm getting to a point where like whatever you would call a story for a Kirby game is starting to like ramp up. And I'm like, Oh, okay. And then like, Oh, all right. There's some, uh, familiar faces. Okay. Things are happening big time now. Uh, that's, so that's the point I'm at and, you know, going to the different, uh, the different like world area, basically.
0: Okay, I was gonna ask, like, do you know what world number you're on? I oh actually don't gosh. even remember. I was gonna, I don't, I don't think even they remember give how them many
1: numbers. Which, so then I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I think it they was... just have names, yeah, yeah and they're
0: not like the standard like eight. Like, I guess they haven't done that in a while. But like, here, here's a world, and here's eight levels. Like, I feel like that was like the standard N- yeah. N- Nintendo formula for the longest time. I'm
1: gonna, I'm um, gonna completely resist giving impressions, but I, yes, I am, I am. F- I'm glad for the extra week because I have uh recovered a lot of momentum and it's not any fault of this game it's just because Elden Ring wants to take the rest of my life.
0: Yeah, I know <laughs> I know the feeling like it's just like when you get sucked into a certain game like yeah. I was playing a bunch of other stuff and then when Kurt when I find, I didn't even really like I played a bunch of Kirby and I got pulled into it and I plowed through it relatively quickly yeah, like within did. a within a week or two but yeah. I I didn't feel quite the same level of like when like 3D land or 3D world comes out, Mario 3D world or whatever yeah. comes out or even even Odyssey, which I didn't love. Like I really got sucked into that and really kind of played it. And that was like my in my brain at all times. Kirby was just kind of like, eh, I got some downtime. I'll play a couple more levels. But yeah, I really like how it was broken up. It, it was it was working perfectly for like the mood. Yes. Of gaming that I was in.
1: Ultimately, um, you're you're more of a Mario guy than a Kirby guy. If you had to rank them anyway, I would think.
0: Yeah, although I was getting excited to like, because I was like, I know we don't have a ton of games on the docket from like yeah. when we were initially play, like for Well, I guess we've shifted gears a few times today, with like <laughs> DJ being like, OK, I got too high yesterday, oh so I got to drop out. And then um, so I was like, OK, well, we'll go shift to what we were planning on talking about. And then I was like, OK, we got to save Kirby if John's not going to be here. Yeah, but I was kind of brainstorming. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like we just like that energy has got to be there. And like you said, give you another week to play some more. But I was also like I'll have it done
1: in that time. Like that's how I'm feeling about it.
0: Yeah. If you're if you're where you're where I think you're at, then I think, yeah, you're you're right about there. Yeah. But I I was even thinking like about all the other Kirby games we could talk. I I was just like, we've never really talked a ton of Kirby on the podcast. So it would be kind of interesting. Like John and I I think talked like Dreamland three at one point when I was like kind of surprised by how much I liked it when he was kind of like shepherding me into that game. Well, I'm glad you guys liked it. I really, I still really want to play more of it. I love the art style. It's is just beautiful. So, it's like no it's doubt like beautiful. These days, it's like because especially because I know Yoshi's Island is so massive and overwhelming. It's like yeah. when I want to be in that kind of world and atmosphere, mm. I just kind of fire up Kirby's Dream. Especially since it's on the uh, the Switch online, it's like uh, I'll just fire this uh, up anyways and play a level or two. You know, I didn't I keep forgetting that to save my there. progress. That's yeah. Nice. There's I think they have. They have a bunch of the Kirby games on there. I think I'm pretty sure they have Superstar. Now that I'm saying they've got to have Star on there. I'm, I'm not to. positive about that, but I'm wow. almost positive. But I know they have like Dream Course on there. That's cool. That's and a great I, game. I don't know if they have Avalanche, but yeah, Dream Course is perfect for like, especially one that like, I don't know how much it goes for these days, but it's definitely a tough game. Oh, yeah. It's like, but so it's perfect to like, oh, let me play a hole or two and do a save state and pick up where I left off. That's but yeah, a the cool, Kirby game. The Kirby series is just amazing. Between the regular games and the spin-offs, like there's just so much good stuff. Like I think Epic Yarn is my favorite Kirby game if I had to pick any Kirby game. Like it's either that or Kirby's Adventure I'd ha- on the NES. Like, ah, it'd, it'd be Adventure really hard. So good too. The the music and I played oh. just a couple levels of that uh the other day to refresh my memory. Yeah. And it was just like, "Oh my god, this game is so good." An it's unbelievable so
1: good. 8-bit game.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, I don't care if it's late era or what, and yeah. it does, like it definitely is like there's like that game like when you play it on the uh, Switch online, yeah, it has like the full like inch of like a white bar <laughs> yeah. on the side. Like yeah. I'm like, man, they didn't even bother trying to fix some of this <laughs> jank, which is pretty funny. But it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, that you know they were just pushing it to the limit. Yes. They're just like you know what. It just looks so freaking good. Just who cares? It, even if maybe they had to just make the resolution like a little bit smaller to make that game look so good or something. Probably I, a pretty, pretty significant bar on the left side of the screen there.
1: Yeah, I mean, they, they had to do special tricks just to get the NES to scroll smoothly in the first place, just because that's not what the hardware was initially designed to do. You know, y-
0: yeah, but it's like that
1: programming made... wizardry just to do that.
0: Yeah. I played just for, I don't even think I beat a whole level, but even just like the, no, I did beat a level because like I did, when you get to that overworld music, when you or when you get to like the hub of like the area and you like stab the flag into the ground and it kind of blows up into the, yeah. you see a little more of the world and then like it plays that little like kind of twinkly like <sighs> beep, 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 beep. Oh yeah. Beep, 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 yeah. beep, beep, beep. Uh, Whatever, however it goes. It's yeah. like such a great ditty, like. That game truly feels like an adventure. Like, I mean, I know it's just literally the name of the game, but it does. I, it just really feels like a grand. And I've never 100 percent of that game. I've only made it to like 97. I, there's like one I secret door boat. that I have never found. And I, I, I think I even have seen it like I know where it is, but I just can't figure out how to get around the walls or, you know, however I need to get to that area. I, I know I like beat my head against the wall oh, yeah. <laughs> for a while <laughs> against it.
1: The amount of polish and presentation in that game is just unbelievable too. It's yeah. yeah. Like All you're saying, planting ups, the flag, like, the power-ups, the the music is unbelievable.
0: And like, even it's like it's so I som- vibrant. I sometimes forget about that final battle, not to be like spoilery, but hey, you've you've made it to the end of that game. Yeah.
1: Oh uh, boy. There's a lot of there's a lot of those sort of games in that era that like I played a lot of like Kirby and the original Legend of Zelda and Zelda 2, for that matter, yeah. um, that I played a lot of and never. I don't I, can, I don't know that I've ever beaten any of those. I don't think I did ever beat Kirby's adventure. Did it have a save?
0: Battery? It did, yeah,
1: it had save on the cartridge. Oh, well, then yeah. I didn't have much of an excuse then i i like i would go like, back and forth between my mom's house and my dad's house so i couldn't like just leave the nes on in perpetuity to like right right lose like with progress. mario 3 like yeah. mario
0: 3 me and my brother would just leave it on for like <laughs> 3 4 5 days in a row and like I, that was one that like i probably didn't get to like beating that properly yeah. um until like you and i started like doing a right. thing where we were like chipping through games and yeah. beating them, like you know i don't know if we i don't know if we did that one together i think we might have, I think but. we did I'm pretty sure because I'm pretty. We had to have done all the Mario's,
1: yeah. Um, all the all the ones that we could really, yeah, like like the
0: core that you could yeah. like tag team as yes. like a, a team, yeah, yeah. But man, yeah, Kirby's Kirby's Adventure ends with like I don't want to spoil it now if you haven't seen the ending because it's kind of it's awesome. I'm not kind of
1: yeah, don't spoil it, which is ridiculous because it came out in like '94 or whatever. But yeah, I, I no, I need to like I I'm I've been getting an itch to like. Really dive back into retro stuff a little bit, so I I probably need to, I need to get serious about that. If I can just get off of Elden Ring and these other games and beat Panzer Dragoon and all these other games on the docket, yeah. I probably will start doing more of that again because it just sounds like a fun time.
0: Yeah, I need to. Like the last two three days, I started like getting back on playing games again. I think I might have said it in the Discord. I don't know if you saw or not, but I've been I've been on like a pretty big. Like, just randomly, I'm like, a am just watching like all, watching and listening to all sorts of, like, UFO <laughs> podcasts oh, shoot. and documentaries and stuff. <laughs> I, can't, I don't know how, I'm trying to think of what the thing that, like, sparked it was yeah. now that I think about it. But it's just, yeah. like, I'm just, like, borderline obsessed with, like, watching stuff about <laughs> it now. Like, not obsessed, but, like, it's just kind of like, oh, I'll put this on in the background yeah. while I, like, work on pursuing pixel stuff or yeah. while I do the dishes or yeah. whatever. But it's, like, I don't know. I find that stuff so fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's, great. I think I, I told you that like me and my friend AJ saw that UFO one time, right after like the get up kids concert that we went to oh, in Detroit maybe a, a long time ago. It was like, we went to get up kids show at the magic stick nice. or no, it was the majestic theater. Uh, but same, pretty nice. much same venue. Yep. And like right after the show, and the show was like the only thing I can think of that would like maybe be like maybe this is what happened, but we both saw it, so I don't know. But like, yeah, it was at that show. I remember it was so hot. Like it, I remember like the whole show, we were just like dying. Like the singer, the lead singer of the Get Up Kids, was wearing black jeans, and by the end of the Oof. show, we were like, it looks like he's wearing leather pants. Like, <laughs> oh no! It was that. It was that oh. hot in there. So I was like, the only thing I could chalk it up oh. to is like, maybe we were like delirious, but we weren't like, this is like before I ever had a drink in my life. Yeah. Like, like nothing, like didn't smoke, nothing like that. like and so you'd I, have to be we like were, simultaneously
1: delirious
0: in the same way. Yeah. And it was like the weird, like we just saw this, like at least, I, you know what? We never really even talked about like what it looked like. We didn't really even talk about it much at all, but I just like saw this like, like pretty huge, like disc above us that had like red and white, like alternating lights around it. (laughs) Oh no. And like, it was like, you know, like, yeah, like, but like (laughs) huge and like, like less than 500 feet above, like Mm -hmm. probably less than like 300, but like, it was like really close. And we both just like, I remember we like looked up, we looked at each other, and then we like pretty much just like drove home in silence. Like, I think oh, we like, oh my God. We like talked a little bit, like, we like we were like, whoa. Or we like, I remember we made like a little bit of verbal communication, but like, I remember like I was telling the story like years and years later at like a job or something. Yeah. And then I was like, you know, I was like, maybe that was just like a dream or something like maybe.
1: Yeah. Like, I
0: don't know, like maybe it was just a dream. And then so I was like, you know, what? I'll just text my buddy, yeah. AJ. Yeah. And I texted him and I was, I was like, you know, do you remember this half expecting him to text me back and be like, what is, what fuck? are you talking about, yeah. man? And he, his reply was just like, like it was yesterday. Oh man. And God. I was like, holy shit, no. man. <laughs> so oh, kind of creepy. Wow. But I mean, like, there's got to be other shit out there. But whether it's coming here and flying saucers, I don't know. But you it's probably just,
1: you probably didn't because you you would saw something so shocking or at least you were pretty sure you saw something so shocking. But like, did you happen to glance at like anybody else leaving the
0: theater Seem like they were also like, like I think I I think I did try to look it up one time because we were in the car. So it wasn't like yeah. we were like walking out with the crowd or anything. Yeah, but I yeah. do remember thinking like, year, again, years later, I think it was probably around the time that I like texted him. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, oh, you know what? I can probably look up because it was like it was kind of like the get up kids like farewell tour before they like re got back together. Sure. For the fifth time or however many times they've yeah. gotten back together now. But like after they released whatever album and they're like, we're done. We came out with a live album and our last tour. Right. And, uh, so it was like, I I was like, Oh, I can look up the date of that and see if there were like any like sightings, uh, you know, on like some random message boards or anything. I couldn't find anything, but that was years ago.
1: Or even like, did they manufacture a stunt or something, you know, because this was like their big tour and they just wanted to, or like what, you know,
0: who knows? Like, it's crazy, man. Like some of these like I ha- like again, I kind of just like throwing on random things in the background. But some of these people are going down the rabbit hole. Like, you know, oh, how yeah. like uh, Tom DeLonge is from oh, yeah. 82 is like big into that. Like, oh, yeah, there's some people that think he's like a patsy being like played by the government. And there's oh, it's, my God. it's crazy, man. Oh, my God. It's like it was <laughs> like, man, this is this is I was just trying to like watch some, you know, UFO, you know, just history <laughs> stuff. And it's like, I don't know. It's getting crazy, man. Getting crazy. That's- Even like I've. Go ahead, go ahead. No, that's great. No, keep I've been, going. I've even been, I've been watching some of that like Ancient Aliens show on a uh, History Channel. Oh my god! I don't know. If, are you familiar with that show? At no,
1: all? I, I'm I'm aware of what some of the History Channel has put out in the past,
0: though. Yeah. Well, I was I was kind of baffled. <laughs> like again, when I was just like looking at this stuff, the most recent season is season 18, and I was like, they've been Whoa. doing this show for 18 seasons. Like, just th- that's kind of just a phenomenal feat for any show. <laughs> So I was like, I they got like what have they been doing that's kept them on the air for so long? Again, I I know History Channel does put out some like you know whatever.
1: It's just the epitome of like bored dad on a Sunday. Let me put this TV on in the background. It's it's exactly
0: (laughs) it's exactly the vibe I've been going for because I'm like I don't have the energy to like play a game. My back and like stuff has been kind of like bothering me quite a bit the last week or so. So I've just been like "Ah, I'm just like laying on like a like half foam roller thing, you know, and you know just like. Kind of doing a lot of stretching and exercising, like strength exercises. But then in turn, I've been kind of beat and just like, ah, I don't, don't have the energy to like invest in a new game I haven't played or yeah. don't like know like. So once I finished Kirby, I was just like, ah. Eh. I'll just watch some UFO stuff there. Were, they didn't have the UFO in the new Kirby game. So I was like, Ooh, I gotta get my, yeah. gotta get my fix.
1: God, the fucking UFO is such a good Kirby ability too. It's so
0: great. And especially just like, it's one of the few that just like totally transforms what you look like, even in standard mode. I like, like when you turn into a boulder, you like, you know, you look like a boulder only <laughs> when you do that move. Right. But like, you know, it's, it's cool. Yeah. I, I definitely so missed that, that effect, too. but it, it makes sense that it wouldn't work all that well in 3d. Um, yeah, they could but make get, it work. The way that game is laid out, I mean, we'll dig into it when uh, we dig into it. But, uh, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, the way that game's laid out, it it could work. <laughs> yes. Um I'm, I'm keeping myself from giving any impressions of that game for now.
0: Yeah. But uh but back to ancient aliens, <laughs> they were like <laughs> they're like, it's it's nuts, man. They like start talking about how they they basically just think like all the stuff that's happened in like all these religious texts in the past are like Oh well maybe it isn't all just you know fiction like maybe Moses was actually an alien with like a spaceship well, and like and then it's yeah, like well that I actually know, kind of makes that makes more sense than him building a massive boat <laughs> and putting two of every animal on it so you're like and then you know you like whenever you watch those old wasn't history Moses, shows. That was Moses, by the way, Kevin. That was uh, oh Noah. Yeah, Noah. my bad. My yes, bad. Yes. Poor, uh, yeah. My all those years of catechism. I mean, did me, uh,
1: did me some good. Yeah, yeah. I, I had the same sort of thing just on the Lutheran side.
0: Yeah, but that, well, that Moses was another one, though. They're like, oh, he was definitely an alien. Like, they're like, he, like, went up and, like, when he
1: sees, right? I think so. I think so. Yeah,
0: I think so. And they talk about, like, the Ark of the Covenant and, like, all this crazy stuff. Like, apparently, like, when the walls of Jericho, to bring some wrestling into this, when the (laughs) the walls of Jericho (laughs) came down, they talk about, like, how with the Ark of the Covenant, like, they marched around the city six times in a row, like, in, you know, and on six times in a row, six days in a row one time six days in a row and then on the seventh day they did it again and they blew these horns that were like that they're speculating that it was like tuned to the perfect frequency and there was some kind of like resonant harmony or like harmonence resonator inside the ark of the covenant that like broke these walls oh, down and then they're speculating that like that's how they like levitated the stones to build the pyramids oh, it's shit. fucking <laughs> it's fucking crazy man I went down a rabbit hole and it's like, it's, it's definitely out there, but at the same time, it's like, well, whenever you watch the like shows like that are actually just about the history of it, they're like, man, they really don't know how these people moved the, like it would have taken eight generations to build this pyramid, yeah, you know? So it's like, how did they do it? And they just go, well, we don't know. And it's like, well, these people are at least putting some (laughs) theories out there. The correct Um, answer
1: is unfortunately probably eight generations of slaves and a lot of death.
0: Yeah. But, uh, (laughs) Yeah, this is, the, yeah, maybe this is just the more optimistic <laughs> looking at it. Like, oh, they just got this technology. But it does, like, the, this guy did this, like, again, they go like way in depth. They're like, oh, these, like, air shafts in the Great Pyramid or the they're like what people think are air shafts are actually tubes that they can dump like zinc and hydrochloric acid down and then oh my it, god they're like there's this like area that has like a water pump underneath it and they're like that it generates a magnetic pulse with the water and the earth and it can like Holy moly. shoot these beams out at like Sirius the star system like Whoa. shooting out the earth's magnetic energy and it's like perfectly aligned with the star systems it's wow it's crazy man it's rib- but it's like Again, I'm obviously they're framing it to make sense to the arguments they want to make, but of course. it's like it's like some of like some of the stuff is ridiculous. They're like, "Look at the Mayan calendar looks just like the Had- Hadron Collider." And it's like, "Okay, get the <laughs> hell out of <laughs> here, dude." Um yeah. like that some of that stuff is ridiculous, yeah. but then some of the other stuff, you're like, "Hey, this is just as good of an argument as any other." Ever. I mean, so. just
1: just like exploring what the the pyramids were were all about is is definitely always fascinating
0: it's like, crazy like I didn't like apparently just within the last like uh five to ten years I don't know how old the episode or whatever I was watching was but apparently they just discovered like a new chamber in the Great Pyramid that they never knew was there before man. like they were just like we just found this other like secret area that's sweet <laughs> it's nuts man that, that thing's that been stuff there for how long cool it's nuts man yeah and, like those Easter island heads yeah yeah Again, so when they talk about those Easter Island heads, like, uh, apparently in, like, all the history books, it's, like, they danced across the island, or they marched across the islands themselves, and, like, then it's, like, oh, maybe that levitation theory they have about, like, resonance, because you've seen that stuff where, like, a bridge will collapse because it's, like, the perfect resonant frequency, and it just starts, like, wobbling like crazy. Have you ever seen that? No. Like, there's, like, there's a few, like, pretty famous, like bridge collapses in history that well, are like we did they have just, one out
1: here uh galloping gertie they called it uh one of our our narrows bridges over here in the the kind of greater tacoma area mm-hmm. did uh did collapse they they blame it on you know the then the folklore is more about like giant octopuses that that live amongst it and blow it sort of thing
0: See, maybe those are aliens, man. That's what that's what they would say on the show. They'd make, like, well, maybe the alien or the octopus were actually ocean sea dwelling aliens. There, there's this one guy that's super annoying. It's just like he he ends like his phrasing the same exact oh, way yeah. every time he's like, and maybe it was some kind of extraterrestrial technology. <laughs> it's just like, okay, dude, everything in history is not extraterrestrial He just uh, like he always does this like pause where he's like and fill in the blank it's like i i guess i get it if you're just keep if your whole show is about proving the same point in a million different ways i, I guess you're gonna <laughs> right. try to think just of different ways to point. say it but like yep. oh man Yeah. Too funny. But I've obviously been having a ball with that Um, and kind of it's it's intriguing. Like it's it actually I I ended up like I put it on initially just thinking like this is going to be ridiculous. Yeah. I'm like some of this stuff. I I don't know, man. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The the, the whole the whole uh,
1: in in, with our modern political world, the whole conspiracy theory uh, aspect of things gives me uh, super heebie jeebies to say. that if not full out. Fear. it's uh, very
0: unfortunate because a lot uh, like a lot of the ufo stuff is like when you you like you can immediately tell but you're like oh this is like really right wing yeah, <laughs> people because the, yeah they're going like nuts on the conspiracy yeah, the,
1: the, the q stuff is i'm sure not too many steps away or at least some of those people uh are probably not too many steps away from some of that stuff, unfortunately. Yeah,
0: yeah. it's it's a sad state of affairs. Yes. It's unfortunately the state of affairs that we live mm-hmm. in, I guess. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. But how's uh, how's life been otherwise? You dr- sipping on anything, drinking anything? Or? Yeah,
1: I'm drinking uh, uh, Space Dust IPA. Ooh, who's yeah. that from? That sounds super familiar. Elysian, which is... Uh, They're pretty they're pretty big out here. Yeah,
0: I've seen that. I've I've either had that when I was out there. I've I've definitely seen that around.
1: Unfortunately, um, a handful of years back, they got swooped up by uh, Anheuser-Busch when they were like out buying every major microbrew across the country.
0: Yep, I'm funny enough. I'm drinking a uh, Goose Island yep. right now, which was that was one of the first ones. I yes, feel it like was they scooped up. Yep. Yes, it was. Although this beer's not half bad.
1: No, this one is. Thankfully, they've at least left like the flavor profiles and everything alone. Yeah. So you know that that part of it's good. So it was just in a variety pack. I'm like, yeah, I'm at like Right Aid or whatever. Yeah, I'll just get a variety pack of whatever microbrew thing they have, and this was the best available option
0: yeah I was at uh I was at Aldi and they just kind of ran every now and then they like they usually just have like those random like no name or you know Aldi brand beers or whatever yeah um but they just randomly had like a 15 pack of cans of these and I was like oh that beer's not it's like a guava IPA yeah not, not half bad yeah not half bad it's no. not like overly fruity like it's just kind of like a hint essence of the guava pretty good I think I had Goose Island for
1: the first time at that first pitchfork festival many many okay. many, many 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 moons ago
0: do you know what beer it was? If it was at pitchfork, it was probably like three one two or green line or something.
1: Yeah, I think it was whatever whatever was like basically their the most drinkable mainstream beer that they could have a lot of on draft was what (laughs) yeah it was was probably one of the two
0: i know that green line used to i don't know if it is anymore but it used to only be on draft and i think only in chicago kind of like you know like shorts used to be like only in michigan i've I've seen shorts here in illinois now so i know they i know they distribute beyond keep coming west baby yeah, I love uh, they shorts. make such good stuff. Oh, I always get a, like when I was back home with, uh, you know, what, now that I think about it, I think I ended up switching, get to something else. But whenever I see that soft parade oh, on yeah. draft somewhere, I'm like, ah, that's but it's that one sneaks up on you. It's like eight or nine percent or that. It's definitely a higher alcohol than you would expect. Yeah. Or like kind of a lighter fruity for beer. being
1: like, yeah, basically a fruit beer. It's, yeah. And yeah. it doesn't
0: have that like, you know, like some of those fruity beers that also are like a Belgian like quad or yeah. double or something like you can taste the booze in those. Yeah. Like, soft Parade. And if my memory serves, I don't re- recall tasting much booze in that bad.
1: No, parade. no, definitely not. No, it goes down easy. That's yeah. It's a nice beer, like like all of their beers and so many of their beers are like kind of experimental, or at least they were in those days.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah. Now there's I, I, yeah tons I haven't of seen.
1: Brews, so but maybe less so, but.
0: I know it's, hard, it's so hard to even keep up yeah uh, not that I even try to but no nope. yeah when I go to the store these days I'm like well, what do I get it's like a, a goose island I guess it's almost like nice to just get some e- something easy at all the for e- relatively cheap exactly or Best get like value the big pack of the founders or because bells and founders do like nice big packs of Oh uh, yeah like either two-hearted or like the all-day, like Founders does a few different packs and it's like, eh, I've been back in a beer kick lately. Yeah, I've kind of,
1: I've kind of crept back into that too, a little bit more than I was for a while, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I was doing like like the wine into my twenties, but you know, then I I was so diehard.
0: Like, especially when I was doing the beer buying at my previous jobs, like it was like, Oh man, I was like, like you have the excuse to be even more into it and be like, Oh, I got to buy <laughs> yeah. all these, b- I would have like 18 or 20 bombers in my fridge at like any given oh, time. Yeah. Just like, Oh, but it was awesome to just like come home, crack open a bomber and like split it with either DJ yeah. or my old roommate, Steve. Yeah. Or like try or something just, new. or just have it myself. But like, yeah, just kind of, and my, my buddy Max, uh, that was so much fun. We would like, there was this place, uh, West Lakeview liquors or something right down the street from my apartment that would have like, we were real like kind of like the way you and I would be about like feeding into each other's bad habits on oh, yeah. uh, retro collecting. Of course. Like it, we were kind of the same about the beer. We'd like go and be like, Oh, they have this like McKellar or whatever. Yeah. Like we, we weren't like snobs about it, but we were definitely just like, Oh, they, they have this rare beer. And, oh like, yeah. Oh, it's kind of expensive, but Oh, but if we split it and we split the beer <laughs> and we go back to my plate, like it's like, yeah. okay, cool. Yeah, let's do it. And we, Once we, when he moved to California, it was like, I stopped spending, I I, like the money I spent on beer went down so significantly. It was crazy because I was like, I don't have that person feeding me. And like, yeah, you can kind of justify buying like a, $50 $50 beer. Like, not really, but when you're like, ah, $25 bucks, and I do want I mean, to try it, and it'd probably be like $20 yeah, on draft at exactly, a bar.
1: Exactly. So it's like, at least. And then think about what people spend on like a wine bottle sometimes at a restaurant.
0: Like, right, right. Yeah. And like, I'm not loaded, but at the time, like, again, at, at the time, he and I both worked on that beer menu together. So right. we were like, oh, we can, we got to try this. Yep. Haven't heard of this one. Got to yep. try this brewery. It was uh, so, such a bad between between being able to say, oh, it's a work thing and having a friend mm-hmm. like feeding into it oh man those mcculler I mean, it ones weren't times. even
1: bombers either those were like 12 ounces that were like rare dark beers or whatever if i remember correctly there
0: were there were it was a mixed bag because there were some that were like 375 milliliters yeah. and some that were 750 and then there but there were some that were just like because we got one that i think it was just called like a thousand ibu was the name oh, of the my beer god it was gross, man. It was one of the worst things I've ever yeah, you know, both I don't of think us I were just like for that. And it I don't think it was actually a thousand IBU mm-hmm. in the measurement or whatever, but the like the on yeah. the bottle it said something like Like at this level, like you can't even measure how high the IBUs are, but Oof. it basically tastes like chewing on a field of hops. And I was like, oh, okay. Nah. And we just kind of I think again, we just got swept up in the moment of like, oh, what's this? We got to try this, and we ended up dumping half. of oh, it. Was, it, was yep. ter- it was that bad. Oof. Uh, but I guess we can say we tried it. It oh. was wrapped. It was wrapped in paper.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know,
0: such a sucker for that packaging mm-hmm. every time. Give me a little slip slip case on the uh, Blu-ray or on the uh, video mm-hmm. game. Like, mm-hmm. is that what those are called? Slip cases. Yeah. I don't know why when I when I said that, it was like, that didn't sound right.
1: Yep. Or a wax seal on like
0: a bomber for a aged oh. beer or something. Yeah. Yep. 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 And especially when they do it, when you can see like, oh, that's not going to even going to be hard to get off. Like yep. I can see where I can peel it or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Such a sucker, man. <laughs> or it comes in a cool box or some kind of. Uh,
1: I have also saved a lot of money by not drinking as much beer in my 30s as I did in my 20s. Got a few uh, save-it-for-the-cast segments in there.
0: Oh, yeah. Little UFO segment. <laughs> <laughs> I've really been going off the deep end. Like, not like crazy, but it's been fun watching that stuff. Yeah. It's been very, very fun to have on in the background, especially like it's, I, I love, as much as I hate that guy, I love extraterrestrial technology. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. and it, it had to be, like the way he just says it in a way where he he's like saying it, like he's proving it with this statement yeah. he's making, and I'm like, dude, you have
1: it's all in the delivery. A
0: vague theory, yeah. that that maybe holds a thread. Uh huh. And this guy's like saying it, like, "Here's the proof for you: extraterrestrial technology. <laughs> they were here, man. They were here. Look." Just I'm say like, it with confidence. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so great, it's so great. <laughs>